Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. So let's go uh, to our first uh, chat now, uh, talking to Jane Mufamadi, CEO of the Freedom Park Heritage Site and Museum. And in the royal family, we understand Makazi plays an important part in succession matters as well, uh, but she does not do that alone. So she commands a privileged position in the kinship system of the vendor, and particularly so in the royal houses. So what does this mean, and, and what is this role exactly? Here to unpack that is Jane who joined us last week as well and last week uh, uh, Jane let me say good afternoon to you first before I go on and on and on <laughs> how are you this good afternoon, afternoon my son. I'm fine and how are you I'm good thank you thanks for making time again so last week we spoke uh, about you know sustainable development and how that relates to indigenous systems today we're talking about the role of the Makazi among the vendor people take us through that uh, maybe let's just explain what Makazi is uh, if we try to to define it the English way Yes, I, I just maybe even before I go there, I just wanted to thank you guys for deciding on this topic because I think it's a really relevant and important uh, theme in the mm. sense that we know that currently the significant role played by women in Africa in particular has either been undermined or marginalized. So I'm hoping that this dialogue today will really assert the centrality of women. Particularly yeah. if we were to talk about our indigenous knowledge systems and cultural reclamation. So uh, I'm really thankful for you guys for, for that. And when we talk about Makazi, um, there are actually two types of Makazi. Mm-hmm. In, in any family, uh, uh, there will be a Makazi. But there is a Makazi within the royal family who is usually the senior sister uh, to, to the father's senior sister in particular. Mm. And this is basically the symbol, uh, the female uh, principle of power within the the, the vendor uh, culture and practices, because she occupies a significant position in the vendor socio-political system. And I think that is not often uh, spoken about. I remember at some point I was we were discussing the the traditional leadership act. Uh, and I was saying, I think there is a gap because it almost talks about traditional leadership and the leader uh, who is the king or the chief as the, the authority. But that will not be relevant or, or correct if you were to talk about the lavender and many other communities because there is another strong power. Mm. Equally so, or maybe sometimes the Makazu will have more power than even the king himself within the, the royal family. And I think that is a, 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 an important symbol of power yeah. uh, in terms of women. But she has other different roles as well, as well that she plays within Musanda, uh, the, the royal family, but also within our own communities, in our own families, there is always a makad. So is that the second type, then the community makadzi? Yes, because the, the royal makadzi she is Makazi to the brother's children who will be uh, there, and, and the king will be her brother's son if, if it's, a, it's a male king. And so we must also remember that amongst the Bavenda, we also have queens mm. as rulers. So we have queens. So Makazi will be the father's uh, 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 sister, and therefore she plays that role. But Makazi, she is also a community Makazi 
in the sense that every member of the community will also associate with her. Um, let me just give an example. Yeah. Let's say the, the king takes a decision which is perceived by the community as harsh or unfair. Makazi becomes the appeal authority. And if the community or that member of the community decide to appeal the decision taken by the king, the appeal authority will be Makazi. And if Makazi rules and decides on the matter, even the king will not have the power to overturn that decision by Makazi. Hmm. And I bet that's, I mean, that's something most of us didn't know, that that's the, the amount of power and influence that the Makazi has. Yes, she, she has, because actually she's one person who decides, obviously, uh, in, in, in discussions with the uncles, but she is the decider on who becomes the heir to the throne uh, within uh, the royal family. Without Makazi, they cannot uh, enthrone any king uh, or queen uh, within the leader. They need to consult her, they need to engage her, but she is also the community and the family priestess, meaning that if there are rituals to be performed, she needs to be there. She needs to be consulted to give uh, the go-ahead. Uh, we are told that in the past, the king will not even wage a war with another community without her go-ahead. So if they wanted to wage a war, they will have to consult Makani, and she will then give the go-ahead, and therefore war could continue. And therefore, there are many roles in terms of the rituals within the family, but also within the community at large. She is the negotiator. She is the mediator. She plays a role also during marriage ceremonies. And, and also in terms of issues of succession, as I've already indicated, in the resolution of disputes, uh, and also in terms of initiations, uh, particularly of girls, and many other spiritual roles that Makadu then plays within Mm-hmm. that community and that family. We are talking the role of Makadzi among the vendor people with Jane Mufamadi, CEO of Freedom Park Heritage Site and Museum, if you've just joined us here on Live Happens. So is it always going to be the senior sister, Jane, uh, or can it be the sister to a father if there is no uh, older sister to be called Makadzi? Uh Usually it will be the sister, but any other person can be nominated. For example, if the senior sister cannot fulfill those roles, the the, the second, the other sister can also be okay. uh, appointed as Makaz. How that works is if when a king is installed, he or she, I always say he or she because we, we also have uh, installations of queens. It is the same principles. There will be two other people that will be basically um, ruling with, with the king or the queen. It will be the Kazi and Bendumi. Bendumi will be the younger brother to the king, and then the Kazi will be the sister to the king. However, in that process, Bendumi and the Kazi will be understanding the senior Makad. So it's a succession planning. Uh, in, in, in. So the person who will be advancing the king will be the king's father's sister, who is then teaching the king's sister and, and the younger brother about the roles within the royal family. So basically, kingship or queenship around amongst the Vavenda is a tie that is shared.
and there are three uh, 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 sections of that that are equally important and significant. The king or the queen basically becomes the spokesperson to the community to convey, but the decision is not necessarily uh, that of the kings. It is the decision that will be consulted and, and vetoed or approved by Makazi for them to convey or to whatever needs to happen within the community. So the, the junior Kazi and the Ndumi will be understanding the senior Makazi. Uh-huh. So if Makazi then cannot fulfill any of the role, the Kazi will then be asked to step in and, and, and learn. But also if the king or the queen was to die, the Kazi then becomes the senior Makazi and she takes over. She would have learned from the senior Makazi. It's very interesting because I know we're focusing on the vendor culture specifically, but Makazi, uh, Makazi sounds like Makazi, which is in Iskosa, but Iskosa Makazi means the sister to the mom. And then I guess if we translate Makazi, it would be Utabao or Utadegabao in Iskosa and Rakadi Kasitswana. So just to clarify what, what it means in the other or what the term is, is that correct? That in Iskosa it's Utadobao, in Iskosa it's Rakadi. Yes, it's Rahad. And it's specifically the, the, even amongst the sister the to the father's side. Yeah, yes, yeah. because even amongst the Rahadi, there is that um, significance of, of Rahadi as well. Yeah, I just thought it's very interesting that we don't confuse. It's not Makazi. It's actually Dabao, because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Makazi. Yes. Makazi. So let's talk about then yes. the other important roles that, I mean, Makazi, we understand in terms of, especially if we speak of succession within the chieftaincy or the royal family, she also has to work with the Khotsi Munen. Uh, Tell us about that. The traditional leader's paternal uncle is also involved in the decisions. Yes. Khotsi uh, Munen will be the uncle to the king or the queen uh, who, who will also would have learned and understood the, the, the predecessors and then they take over. So amongst the three of them, then they lead a community, and the decisions will be taken collectively, and they have, I would not say they have equal authority, because if there was a deadlock, Makazi will be the decider okay. of, of whatever decision must be taken. So she has slightly higher privilege in terms of authority. Than Kotsi Munene? Yes, than Kotsi Munene. So Kotimlene will be there to, to, to support. And, and there, there would be other roles that uh, Makazi plays. Uh, for example, if the, the community or the, the family wanted to conduct any Thanksgiving ceremony, maybe there was a good harvest, a, a child has graduated, and they want to thank uh, uh, the creator for that, Makazi will lead those rituals of Thanksgiving. And, and even if they wanted to appeal either to the Creator, to God, for, for any other challenges, Makadzi will lead uh, in terms of those rituals, uh, what needs to happen. Or a child is taking a long journey. Uh, I'm coming from Zenda to, to Pretoria, for example. Mm. Then Makadzi will conduct the prayers for protection on, on my behalf. She will kind of bless me. So that will be another role as a ritual specialist within the family and also within the community. If there was a strife and the community decides we need to appeal to the Creator for peace, for stability, or for any other forgiveness in terms of what we would have done, then uh, Makazi will lead in terms of those rituals. 
Is there ever an incident where Makazi has made a decision or conducted herself in such a way that she needs to be replaced because for some reason she's uh, been regarded as not being so respectful in how she's conducted herself? I'm saying this because I'm reminded I'm reminded of the video, you know, that was doing the circles on uh, social media uh, of Rakhadi, you know, standing up and speaking her mind at a funeral. I'm not saying that that was necessarily the wrong thing, but in a case where Makazi does come across as though she was a little bit disrespectful or she was out of line, uh, can she be replaced? Yes, Makazi will be replaced. Obviously, there will be that uh, smaller nuclear uh, leadership structure, but there is a bigger council again, which is still consulted. And therefore, if Makazi misbehaves, because Makazi uh, is expected to be fair and objective at all times, she is expected to be incorruptible because she has the best interest, not just of the family, but of the community. So if it was found that Makazi is behaving in a manner that uh, puts the leadership in disrepute or the community. She can be removed. And as, as, as I said, there will be many other sisters. So any other sister could be then appointed as to fulfill that role. Let's uh, listen to some voice notes. We've got two so far on this topic. Uh, let's listen and then we'll respond, uh, Jane. Hi, thank you very much for the information of Makazi. So I just want to verify this is very beautiful actually because it's like the Egyptians also have the woman chooses the king, the pharaoh, because the woman has the position of power very much like I suppose you see in Christianity Mary is the throne, Jesus um, is with his mother even in death, in birth. The woman takes the role of the one that is behind the seat of power. Is it something uh, similar to that of Mary uh, or of Eve helping Adam and helping in decisions that brings on humanity? Um, just a little question. My name is Tina from Durban. Hi, Asanda. Fascinating conversation about the role of Bumakad. I just wanted to understand two things. What is the rule in terms of succession? Should the Makazi pass on, who takes over from her? Is it the sister that comes after her, or is it the daughter to the current king or queen? How does that work? Secondly, is the Makazi allowed to be married, or she can't because she has to execute the duties within the royal family, with the understanding that when a woman is married, she has to live with her family? All right, some interesting questions there. Let's start with Tina in Durban, uh, Jane. She quotes biblical women leaders as well as the Egyptian culture um, in terms of that. Do you want to start with her? Yes, I think uh, there are some similarities there in terms of uh, the role of women to say there are certain privileged positions and authorities that they have in terms of leadership. And they do that to an extent that Makazi, if there was a vacuum and there was no replacement immediately of the king, uh, Makazi takes that uh, role as well of a leader. She will be leading until they can find a, a successor to the king. So there is that authority as well and, and the privilege uh, given to Makazi. All right. And then in terms and of succession after death, the next uh, question, what, what, what happens then when Makazi dies? Yes, if Makazi was to die, uh, then another sister would be appointed uh, uh, to take over the role and fulfill the responsibilities of Makazi. But as I've indicated, when the, this queen or king is installed, 
there will be a Ndumi, which will be the, the king's sister then, and, and, and a Kotsimunene. They can also be called in to, to assist. But ideally, if the Makazi was to pass away, then another Makazi will be then appointed. Mm-hmm. Can Makazi yes. be married? Uh, and what will the dynamic be there? Yes, uh, Makazi can be married. Uh, the, the interesting part is that uh, in other communities in the past, of course, cultures are dynamic and things are changing. In other communities in the past, Makazi will be married, but the husband will have to understand Makazi's rules. And in other instances, actually, the husband was the one who would be expected to come and stay in the royal family uh, because Makazi must be there at all times. And there will be instances where Makazi is allowed to go and stay with her husband to fulfill her roles, but the husband will need to understand that from time to time Makazi will be called back to assist in the running of of the the brother's community, uh, which is where she will be coming from. So she can be married, but there will be that uh, understanding in terms of her roles that she needs to fulfill. Yeah. And you touch on, you know, modern living and how life and, and, and westernized living has kind of impacted in terms of how we do things. But let's talk of the challenges now that arise from these modern Western living uh, no, notions in terms of how relevant the traditional way of doing things in society is. What are the challenges uh, that can be posed to traditional leadership and the role of Makazi based on the views of modern and Western civilization? Yes, I think Firstly, we accept that there is uh, dynamism in terms of culture. Cultures will change with the context and the environment. But I think the biggest challenge is the the loss of understanding in terms of the culture and why certain things are doing. There is a general assumption uh, by many people that culture is backwards or irrelevant and so forth and in the past. But if we were to analyze the governance systems uh, that came and the, the practices and how communities behaved in the past, you will see that actually there seem to be relevance and wisdom in how things were done, which may even assist in resolving the current challenges that we are facing as, 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 as communities, as a country, and as the world. So I, I think this is what we need to uplift basically to say, in, we, we're talking a lot about uh, women being oppressed, uh, gender-based violence, and so forth and so forth. Imagine if we were still privileging the roles of Makazi, and if anyone understood. And you and I could be Makazis in our families as well. Imagine if we were all taking our rightful positions as women, that position of leadership. Then a lot of other things that people tend to think the man is the symbol of power and authority, and therefore the woman, it, it's like a child who deserves to be reprimanded or protected or dictated to. Then I think if we understood the proper position from our cultural and, and indigenous knowledge systems of women, we will address a lot of issues and misconceptions that our so-called modern lives are bringing to the force, uh, to the force uh, which we can't even address properly. Maybe we need to go back there and tap into our wisdom and knowledge of our indigenous knowledge and, and address these issues. Mm. Is it co- uh, compatible with democracy, the whole succession plan of Makazi, in your view? Um, I think I would say 
No, in the sense that while there is that freedom to choose, we know that in the royal family, uh, traditional leadership, if, uh, people don't elect a, a traditional leader. You are either born a, a royal a leader and, and or you are not. In that sense, therefore, the community will not necessarily choose who the, the king or the queen is because it will be the prerogative of that family in accordance to the uh, indigenous practices of that community. However, the leading of the community and the decision could be considered democratic, uh, democratic because the assistance of consultations with communities, the assistance of engagement with the communities, and the, that consensus building in terms of decision-making for what is in the best interest of the communities. Uh, interestingly, I, I, I come from a village even currently. Mm. Um, when people talk about lack of service delivery by government, you see in the communities, they have their own systems. They come together to say, we don't have a clinic, let's contribute under the leadership of the king. And they contribute and they build their own clinic. And you see those structures working well. And if there is a problem, either the crime, the communities come together through the leader and they discuss the challenges and they come up with solutions. So in most instances, you find that the traditional leadership systems actually seem to work better in, in other contexts than our current uh, system of government. I think what is the challenge is the integration of the democratic systems this has the traditional leadership. We know our government has um, acknowledged and hence there is a traditional leadership. However, they did not think to have thought through how the dual existence of traditional leadership and the democratic systems will work. And that is where you find a, a challenge within rural communities that are still under the leadership of kings and queens. Yeah, let's pause there for a bit. We'll continue our chat. And remember, you can call us on 0891-104-207 talking about the Makadzi among the vendor people. We need to take news headlines. It's half past one. Over to Utsile Sago. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. Good afternoon, Asanda. This is Maurice from Nelspray. So if I marry Makati as a husband, would I be recognized? Will I get some recognition in that royal family? Will there be some sort of, uh, you know, mm, maybe Islam, like maybe when I'm around, I'm also respected as somebody who's with Makati. Thank you. Oh, what is my role there? Do I have any specific role other than just being a husband? Thank you. We're talking the Makadzi among the vendor people with Jane Mufamadi, CEO of Freedom Park Heritage Site and Museum. Let's start with that voice note that we, let's start by unpacking or un, um, uh, answering that, Jane. We touched on the husband and whether Makadzi can get married and saying that uh, the husband would have to understand that they have to share the, this woman who's the Makadzi now with the royal family and all the other roles that she has to play. But uh, Morris is now asking if, will he actually even have a seat in the royal family? Will he be recognized? And what will his role specifically be? What's the answer to that? <laughs> <laughs> I think simple. The role, your role will just be the husband. 
you you will have no business in terms of decision making and so forth. Uh, that is the 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 test for Makazi and and the the the, the royal uh, council. Yeah. But I suppose as a husband, I mean, a husband and wife do talk about things. It's the same thing as when we say a CEO or there's behind every great woman or great man, there's a, a woman. These matters are discussed in the bedroom, isn't it? So I guess the husband would have influence in that, but not publicly. Yes, definitely. Uh, we, we, we normally joke about uh, the, the gender culture. Obviously, I don't think this is still a practice uh, generally, but in, in most instances, we, if, if somebody comes to, to your household and they wanted to ask for a, something, to borrow something or to do something with you, you will find the husband saying, okay, I'll think about it and I'll come back. And they'll get into the house. What are they doing? They're consulting. Uh, mm-hmm. They will consult the wife. So and so is here and they want us to do this and this. The wife has to say yes. So there is that authority and, and consultation. So even in the same manner, obviously, uh, the husband will be consulted uh, obviously, in the bedroom or wherever, to say there is this issue and they will give their view. But the, the, the understanding is that Makazi should always, as much as possible, be independent so that they are not influenced. Yeah. Um, a message from Donald Mambona in uh, Rustenburg says, it's uh, Vatete in Shona. Uh, that's the version of Makazi in them. But then he also wants to know, is it the sister to the king's father that can be regarded as Ma- uh, Makazi as well? I know we said it's the senior sister to the father, but now he's asking about the grandfather. It is the sister to the father. And as I said, obviously, if we are three sisters, my, my elder sister will be the, the Makazi uh, of choice. However, that does not mean that if, if my elder sister cannot fulfill the role, I cannot be appointed as Makazi. But yes, as a principle, it will be the, the, the father's sister. And during the, the my reign, if I'm reigning king or queen, I will be with me. Uh, another Kazi, who is the cousin Makazi in making, and another Ndumi, who is the uncle in making, who, when this generation passes on, would have learned the secrets of the family and will take that forward. So there, there is that. But the current uh, reigning Makazi will be my, uh, my father's sister. Another question here from uh, Anonymous says, uh, in the process of marriage about the Makazi, is she the one who takes the tasks of searching for her husband or is it the other way around? So the husband looks for her since her role is the highest authority. Uh, depending on the, on, the, on, the, on, on the context, if, if she wants to be married, uh, remember usually the preference has always been a royal family to royal family to a point that in some instances actually within the traditional leadership they marry their cousins and so forth because they want the blood to be as pure as possible in other instances to the royal and therefore if if the king wants to marry Makazi will be involved in deciding which family uh, to, to, to marry the, the what we call the royal wife a king can have many wives but there will be one who is chosen to bear the heir uh, for example, and that will be the responsibility of Makazi as well to decide that from that family or that family, they do not necessarily have to be related, but it will be a family respected by that royal uh, 
a family to, to, to produce a wife that will bear the future king or queen, and, and so forth and so forth. And normally, even within the current uh, uh, royal family, the preference will be the princesses will be married in another royal family, particularly if that princess will also be the, uh, have a role within to, to play. So it will be normally royal family to family, but those who are not necessarily in direct um, line to, to, to play a role, because there could be many sisters and many brothers within the royal family. They are free yeah. to marry whoever they want. Uh, let's talk about, I mean, when we're coming back now to the uh, traditional uh, role and, and what actually happens and, and all these other practices, there's this thing called ulosha, where somebody kneels down when giving the chief or an, a male who's respected something. Tell us about ulosha. We've seen it in, you know, drama series on TV like Muvango. What does that signific- um, signify and, and what is it for exactly? Um, that, that actually, that is actually an interesting uh, scenario, and it's one of the topics I love. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. Urosha, it's it's just a greeting. It's it's a symbol of respect where you respect the elders. So you can Russia anywhere when while you're greeting whoever is a, is elder to you, or either in age or in position to show as a sign of respect. However. There is Urosha that I know people talk about a lot, the lying down on your side. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, the lying down is only done by royal family, uh, the princesses, and even Makaz. Mm-hmm. What we call, and I'm, I'm sorry to use this word, uh, what we call commoners, when you greet, you kneel down with your knees. But the lying down on the side was previously reserved for royalty. So a royal to royal, or if a princess is greeting, she comes from this, because it is a position of prestige. Uh, It's not to undermine women, as many people think. In terms of our knowledge systems, the woman is the one who shares the secret of creation, Uh, the the, the secret of the, the open spaces, the, the underground and the, 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 in our, I will call it the story of creation. There is what we call, for example, the, 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 the different uh, levels, the, the sky and also the water, which is the subterranean space, and also the, the, the land, which is the terrestrial space, and the subterranean space, which is underground. So when a woman who shares the secret of creation because she gives birth with the creator other than a man. When she lies down, she is affirming herself and her connectedness to the spirit and the creator. So she takes a position of authority. That is why she lies down. She's affirming herself. And if in the case of Makazi, if there was a discussion or a problem and there was a deadlock, and you see Makazi lying on her side before she speaks, you need to know that what she says is final. The decision has been taken. Mm. So that Russia is actually a position of prestige. And it's so interesting that one would of look at that. Of course, currently we use it generally. I can yeah. do it in any space, but it was normally reserved for authority.
Yeah, it's so interesting that, I mean, if you're looking at it from face value, you think when someone is going down, kneeling or, or lying down, they are sort of giving up or giving in and saying the other person is bigger. But this is actually the opposite. And maybe it speaks to the fact that leadership requires one to humble themselves. So that's very interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm just throwing that in there. Yeah, let's take a short break. We'll continue yeah. with our chat. Uh, Jane Mufamadi is still with us, talking the role of Makadzi among the vendor people. This is Life Happens here on SFM. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.6 FM in Mtata. My name is Asanda Peter. If you've just joined us, the role of Makadzi among the vendor people is what we are unpacking with Jane Mufamadi. We've got a caller, Brian Makuya. Yes, yes, uh, Asanda, how are you? Morning. I mean, afternoon, how are you, Brian? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm doing well. Jane. Jane, can you hear Brian? Yes, yes, I can. Okay, I think he's greeting you. Okay, all right. Do you have a question or comment, Brian? Okay, Brian, yes, how are you? Ask, yeah, I'm okay. I wanted to ask this question, you know. Um, what happens if, uh, if if the chief or the king passes uh, pass away and then the, the Makadze remains? Uh, the successor does uh, he to come with uh, his his Makadzi because I don't think we uh, will end up now seeing the the, the the Makadzi playing a role of Makadzi on his uh, uh, grandchildren. Uh, do do uh, does the the successor of his uh, his own Makadzi? All right. Did you get that question, Jane? Yes, I did. Um, Thank you, Brian. You can listen it, to the radio. Yes, no, thanks. I think it goes back to what I said to say every king will be installed with his or her own Kazi and Dumi, meaning that these are the people that will support him or her during uh, his or her reign. However, in discharging their duties, obviously they are being guided by the senior Makazi, who is the father's uh, sister. But yes, every king or queen will be installed with their own Kazi and Lumi at all times. All right. Uh, KGM is uh, also calling us. Uh, hi, KGM. How are you this afternoon? And, and good afternoon to your guest, and thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Right. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm a, a Mosara. We called Bushman. And, and what you're explaining about Makazi and, and her role is very close to to the process that we use as Basara in uh, electing or choosing uh, whether the king or the the queen, as it were, even the chief <clears throat> in 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 the case of a traditional leadership role. Mm-hmm. But my, my 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 question is here, which which I've questioned in in my own culture and custom as well. The, the family, the first family, as it were, how how did they come to become the the, the first to 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 be called the royal family? In other words, like, and this is, I'm trying to understand the difference between your culture, your traditions, uh, traditional practices, and ours. With us, 
people are not born into these positions. People are not are not born kings, queens, and and so forth. People must must earn the position through. So you get nominated. The community looks at you as you you, you grow up, whether you are a, a man or a, a, a female uh, or a woman. You 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 then get a process in which you get nominated and then get groomed to take over later as a queen, as a king, as a chief, whatever the traditional role is. So I'm just trying to to say, what what is the process in as far as choosing or deciding on the first family that is the royal family? Uh, Asanda? Thanks, Thank you. For, thanks for taking my call. Thanks, KGM. Your answer to that, uh, Jane, uh, the, he's giving us, oh, KGM, the Basara culture in terms of how they do it. Can we touch on the vendor way? Yes. Uh, I, I must be honest. I've asked that question so many times. I do not know how the, the first family originates uh, in, in other instances. However, there are instances where other uh, subsequent leaders, uh, as the communities grow, get chosen, either by virtue of uh, of a relationship or the role that they played within the community. They may have saved a community during disaster. It could be a brave general during war, and when they come back then, as a token of appreciation, then the current king will say thank you and give them their own small community to manage which will grow. So there will be different criteria in terms of the origination of the, the first families in, in terms of uh, different communities. But I, I'm, I'm being honest to say who decides beyond those uh, other aspects in terms of who became the first leader, royal leader in a particular community, uh, the elders will tell you it's as old as uh, humanity evolved. So I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Is there a grooming process that follows, like as the Basara culture uh, KGM is saying? Yes, there is a grooming process. Once the the heir is born and they know this is the heir, other communities, they will do what we call hiding the heir. The heir will be taken out of the community that they're going to lead and stay somewhere maybe with another uncle or with another aunt who's married somewhere. They will be preparing that person, and the person will be revealed when, after the father has passed away, or after the the reigning king has passed away, uh, during the the coronation uh, process. However, there are other families who you will, will prefer you stay within the communities so that you understand community dynamics and you have the background when you take over. However, there will be the uncles and the other aunts who will be playing a role of preparing you, and you will even be allowed if there was a a, a a community meeting and so forth, to go and sit in, listen in, observe how decisions are taken, observe how the royal family interact with communities and, and so forth and so forth. Yes, so there is a grooming process that uh, takes place before, because you are born and uh, you know you may be five brothers, but they know who is the heir to the throne. So that's not necessarily a secretive process then? That, that, grouping, yes. that coronation yes. process. And then what does that speak to then to the protection of that one who's earmarked as the next heir? Is that, uh, does that never result in some kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, a threat to their life and, and, has, and, and jealousy may, maybe? 
trust me, it has happened. We know of many stories where the, the original S were either killed, eliminated, and so forth and so forth. So it happens. That is why other communities prefer to take the potential air away and hide that uh, person somewhere. And they will only bring that person back to when the time is right to, to prevent and protect. But even if when the air is within the communities, that person will be closely protected and guarded. Uh, they will, including the food and everything, they will check to make sure that the air is safe at all times. But we, we all know it's, a, it's an open secret. Within royal families, there are wars of, of succession. Even when people know uh, that this is the born heir in terms of the tradition of that family, people still aspire. We are all human beings. I will say, what, what, yeah. what about me? I can equally be a, a better king than my yeah. other brother. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We need to take a short break. We'll continue with our chat. Stay with us. SAFM one oh four to one oh seven nationwide. Leading the conversation. We are leading the conversation on the role of Makadzi among the vendor people. Let's listen to some voice notes now. Hi, good afternoon, ladies. What an excellent guest you are having. My name is Leon. I'm from Hotbike, Cape Town. I never studied the vendor culture, but I am an African person. Uh, what I want to know, what impact does the Kasi have on the traditional council of the, of the king? Does the Kasi also have a role to play in the selection of the traditional council of the king? Good afternoon, Asanda. I am Donald Mamboma in Rustenburg. What I want to know is, is Makazi sister to the king himself, the sitting king, or the king's father? So in our culture, if it is the sister to the king's father, is Vatete. Then I want to know also, if you marry Makazi, there's no risk that you being you be a servant in that royal family, the one who's going to perform duties like plowing the fields or doing all sorts of i want to know all those things donald i don't know why you sound worried <laughs> like you might see yourself in a situation being married to a makadze i don't know why uh, so donald we answered the first part of your question uh, but the second part uh, jane we can uh, maybe touch on if the husband then runs the risk <laughs> of being a servant and being maybe uh, abused in some way or misused uh, because they are now seen as less of a power than the makadze yeah, I, I I don't think so. Obviously, they will respect you by virtue of you being the husband to the Makazi who's a, 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 an authority in, in their family. So there will be some kind of respect accorded to, to you as their husband and not necessarily be abused. Is there that your voice will not be as head as that of your wife? So it will be the Makazi... Uh, whose voice will be heard at all times uh, as compared to yours as the husband within the context of leadership. However, obviously, the internal dynamics between husband and wife will still uh, stand. Uh, That's my understanding. Mm. Leon uh, also touched on something we touched on before, but maybe just repeat that, uh, the impact or the power that Makazi has on uh, succession plans within the traditional leadership system. 
Yes, Makazi has a lot of power in terms of the succession uh, planning, uh, in terms of deciding and determining uh, who becomes the, the, the new uh, uh, leader uh, to take over from. That will be the terrain of Makazi to, to determine. Obviously, she will engage with the, the uncles and so forth, but it will be her word that uh, prevails in terms of who decides. And it's simply because she would have been part of the the marriage that that produced the heir, she would have been a, a part of the, the preparation of the, the future heir, and she will then know who then takes over in terms of those processes. And uh, they will listen to her because she's the one who will hold the family tradition, the family secrets, and, and sacred uh, aspects of, of that. How much protection does the Makazi have? I know we spoke about, you know, the, the possible threats to the life of the heir who's going under, or undergoing grooming. But how much protection does the Makazi have? Because in her own uh, line of work, she could be under uh, immense, uh, you know, threat. Yes, Makazi will require as much protection as the, 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 the leader, the traditional leader himself or herself. By, by virtue of the responsibility that they hold, uh, because they, they, they obviously there are decisions that she may take that somebody may not like and so forth and so forth. So that protection will always be there. Maybe this can be the final thing, because earlier we spoke about, you know, the integration of uh, democratic systems into traditional leadership when it comes to how we view, uh, you know, the role of uh, Makazi and, and just traditional leadership in, in general. What about the school of thought that that looks at traditional leadership as being different and unique? Uh, you know that a system that needs to be on its own with its own type of democracy is that maybe not a better way of viewing uh, traditional leadership instead of trying to integrate it into democracy as we know it? I, I think so, but it depends also on the the independence, the the, the support uh, economically and and so forth in terms of resources because. The, the, I think what is said currently, uh, at least if you look at the, the, the senior hierarchies of kings and queens, things are a bit better. But most of our traditional leaders currently are in dire straits. Yes, there is a bit of government support that they, that they get. But you find that the poverty, even within the royal family, it, it's really heartening if, if you look at that. So, but I think what... Probably our, if we say we're Africans in Africa, what should probably have happened was that our current, we know there are different systems of democracies uh, from state to state and so forth. But my thinking is that our democratic system could have probably borrowed heavily from our traditional leadership in terms of practices and, and other aspects that we do so that there is no uh, disjuncture between how people live and how people see their traditional leaders and what then happens. Because currently it's almost like I live a dual life. There is that traditional part of me, and there is this uh, called democratic or modern system uh, that I live. We become semi-schizophrenic, hence we lose the respect and the pride we, we ought to have in terms of our cultures. We end up leaving our culture on Heritage Day or yeah. on a particular day rather than leaving it and integrating it in our systems 
for uh, to become part of our lives on a daily basis. And I mean, you look at the numbers or the figures, I mean, only about 17 million people in South Africa live under customary law systems. So that even tells you and paints even a clearer picture of what you say. Yes, definitely. And and I think I always say that and some of the challenges that we face in terms of decision making in resolving challenges, the eat diseases and so forth, is that the solutions that are brought are, are imported from somewhere else rather than coming up with solutions that are relevant to the context that are aligned to the manner in which people live. So I think if we had done it differently and lean on our cultures and practices that are led by traditional leaders, probably a lot of problems and challenges we have in terms of dealing with diseases and dealing with poverty, socioeconomic challenges and so forth, I think probably we would have gone a, a long way in addressing the challenges and improving yeah. our communities and the conditions that we find ourselves in. Well, thank you so much, Jane. We'll leave it there. Uh, for now, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Jane Mufamadi, CEO of Freedom Park Heritage Site and Museum, and that uh, was joining us for the Indigenous Knowledge Systems. That's our feature. Let's get news now. It's a minute past two o'clock. Over to Utsile Sako.